This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 282 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today it is Good Neighbor Joe Pavage Jr. Now, he's with Realty World, Jay Pavage Real Estate. Joe, how you doing? Doing great, Charlie. How about yourself? Oh, doing great. And and just for our listeners, I was joking with Joe. I, I, I said, you know, one, Joe, I always spend time on the websites and I'm blown away by all the things that you and your company does. And I'm going to expose you here because Joe is actually <laughs> in his car and he was apologizing. I said, Joe, based on everything I see and everything I've heard about you, I, I would expect if I walked into your office, Joe, I could probably like see dust in your chair because it's probably been months since the last time you sat in it. So, uh, Absolutely, Charlie. That's hilarious. You're right. <laughs> so tell us about the wonderful things you're doing in the uh, community here. Well, Charlie, we got a lot going on today. Uh, markets, you know, markets super busy. Yeah. Um, Charlie, I have a wonder. I got, first of all, I got to give it out to my team. I got the best team right now. I got four full-time assistants, uh, Teresa Tulin, Julie Shimataro, Stacy Hurley, and Cindy Zaris. And uh, I could not do what I do without them. Um, yeah. You know, it's great because I would say probably 15 years ago or so, I, was, I remember I was sitting in the office with a client and I had so much going on and, and I'm, I'm meeting with this client and in my head, I'm thinking about all the things I have to do and that. I could hear my phone ringing. It was on silent, but I could hear it, you know, you know, almost ringing in my brain and just thinking about how much work I had to do. So um, one, one thing I never really wanted to do was, was be the guy that got busy and could not handle the growth. So I started hiring people. I started off with Teresa and uh, we got overwhelmed. I hired another girl and another girl. And then now all of a sudden we got, I got four full-time assistants, Charlie, and uh, man, I couldn't be happier. They handle all the day-to-day operations while I'm out in the field selling and, and, and working with buyers and sellers. Um, I'm the only one that sells on my team. So I have just a, a full background of, of girls that, um, women that, that are great. We just, yeah. we're, a, we're, a fam- we're truly a family. I, I love every single one of them. Um, I always joke around and say that each one of them are such a big part of me that if you put all the pieces together, it would be me. So it's great because they all yeah. think like I do. So Joe, you've been doing this a, quite a while, right? When did you start? I started in 2001. Yeah. Charlie, I worked at Enterprise Rent-A-Car for about five years. I came out of college. I tried to play baseball and realized I wasn't that great. So I got, I got to go out there and get a job. So I um, worked at Enterprise Rent-A-Car and absolutely loved it. Mm. Absolutely loved working there. Worked there for five years. Uh, really climbed, started climbing my way up the corporate ladder. Had my own, you know, working into getting my own office. I was an assistant manager at the time. And um, my dad was a real estate agent uh, back in the late 90s, like 1997. So he kept saying to me, Joe, what are you doing? Come get your real estate license. Work mm. with me. And Charlie, the last thing I thought of was open houses on the weekends and, and wasting all my time and sitting in open houses. And, right. and I, remember, I remember going to open houses when I was a kid and I hated it. So I thought, that seems kind of boring, getting into real estate. Because at the time I, I started 
getting into real estate, it, there was nothing to sell. It was all farmland and um, wow. there was nothing being built around us. Um, so in 2001, I got my license. And in 2006, I got my broker's license. And I never forget, I, I went to my dad. We were out to dinner and I put my broker's license on the table. And I just showed it to him and I was going to surprise him and Hey, Oh, that's great, Joe. And the first thing he said to me, Charlie was, why do you want to be a broker? <laughs> so, so that was pretty funny because I, 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 I soon realized after that, you're right. I should really just be out there selling. So it's almost like I have the broker's license just in case, mm. but it, it's, it's not, you know, I'm not using it at the moment, but yeah. uh, it's fine. Yeah. You know, do what you're passionate about, what you enjoy, and uh, yeah, like your team. You know, it's it's so nice. Uh, you know, as as we all know, being in business for as long as we have, we're as strong as our team members, and it's sure. great that you've got awesome folks there. Joe, how about myths in the real estate world? You know, what comes to mind? Things that you've heard, or maybe you've had clients and mentioned to you that you just go, oh no, 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 that's not really the way it is. Sure, sure. Well, I think the biggest thing is that. You know, when I tell people I'm in real estate, I mean, there are, there's a lot of realtors out there, Charlie. And that this, that's one business where <laughs> we just have, there's a lot of us, you know, everybody knows a realtor. And, um, you know, I, I try to sort of separate myself and explain to people that, you know, we do much more than just helping people buy or sell a home. It's all the extra things that we're involved in, you know, being there for the customer, um, helping them with movers, handymen painters mm -hmm. when there's a home inspection you know things get a little crazy when you get to a home inspection because a seller might feel like they're giving the home away at a good deal you know they feel like the buyer is getting a great deal and all of a sudden they get a list of 20 items and he says i'm not fixing it i'm not doing anything uh so i have to be there to say hold on yeah. let me get a list let me get some numbers i got good contractors i'll, I'll work on that for you and i'm able to kind of talk them into um you know, working with us to get, to get it done. Because listen, if you're selling a home and there's things wrong, the next buyer is going to find them as well. And you're going to end up fixing them either now or if the deal falls apart and on the next sale. So, you know, I just try to explain to people that we really have a full service team. Um, I try to say that working with me is sort of a stress-free experience because I, I like, I like to stress for them and 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 have them not worry um with movers and cleaners i mean i have a lot of clients that are out of town right now and they say joe i can't get down there i gotta get i gotta get the house staged i got my personal stuff in there i don't know what to do I, it's too overwhelming for me mm. let me wait six months and i you know we have services that we can provide to people that you know we'll do a facetime video we'll take some notes i'll have my movers i'll have my people my, my cleaners put everything in a box and send it to people back home so they don't have to worry about anything. So we really handle everything. Staging, somebody might say, it's not staged the way I need it to be right now. And I'll say, don't worry about that. We'll get it staged. We'll get it ready. And if you don't love the way it looks, we can always come back in and, and change whatever. So um, I'm just really there for the customer. Um, I'm available 24-7 for people. And I really just go above and beyond. So I think the myths are that, oh, he's just another realtor, right? But yeah. Uh, I'm just so much more than that. And, and our team really can provide something to people to, um, 
to hopefully recommend us and, uh, and everything else. So it, it's great. Um, even with my kids today, Charlie, my son's working on math and he hates math. He's 10 years old. Uh-huh. And I said, Joey, if you're going to get into real estate with your dad, you got to learn how to do this stuff. <laughs> he says, well, I hate math, dad. I said, well, listen, he, he builds, he plays these, these mind, there's a game called Minecraft or Roblox, you know? And I, uh-huh. I sit down with them and I say, Joey, let's look at this building you have. That looks like a really big modern home. I said, how big is that house? He said, dad, it's 20,000 square feet. I said, okay, let's take 20,000 square feet and it would probably cost four, $400 a square foot to build that house. So let's, let's multiply that. Okay, that's $8 million to build that house. I said, where is this home gonna be? He says, dad, it's gonna be on the beach. Duh, of course. I said, okay, well, let's look at a beach lot that would fit a home that size. So now that would cost you uh, probably 20 million if you want to be in Naples. So now we're going to add 8 million plus 20. Now we got 28 million, right? And I said, you got to learn these things because if you're going to be in real estate with dad, you got to know the math. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, okay, all right, I get it. So, you know, we try to work around uh, these, these scenarios and creating like a, a vision for, you know, <laughs> for yeah. the kids to learn. So it's funny that uh, I have to use my career to uh, have mm-hmm. them understand it. But yeah, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Now he gets math. Now he loves math. So how about that? That's great. Yeah, you know, you make it practical, right? You make it uh, give them the vision to see how math really works rather than just yeah, adding and subtracting. That's right. Yeah. Now, how about when you're not in the real estate world, what are you doing for fun? So before, before kids, um, golfing and, and probably fishing, um, but four or five hours on the boat or you know, fishing and then, you know, that doesn't work well. So, you know, now, now that I got three kids, um, I love, you know, we got a lot of baseball games. My kids, my son's playing travel baseball. So I feel like every other weekend we're going out of town for baseball tournaments. Um, you know, I love, you know, being around, I love taking my kids golfing or taking them fishing. Um, you know, riding bikes, playing with the kids. It's mostly kid, kid type stuff these yeah. days. Um, but I try to be the dad that, you know, if, if my five-year-old Jake says, dad, let's play, let's build Legos, then I build Legos with him. And if my daughter says, hey, daddy, can you come kick the soccer ball with me? Yeah, let's go kick the soccer ball. So, Charlie, I, I, I have really become the, the kind of dad that, you know, I'm home for dinner every night. Um, I say yes. I, I work with the kids. Uh, I, I love to um, just do stuff with the family. We got a big family, so um, right now we got football. We got Sundays. We got you know we got a lot of things. Her, my mother-in-law's cook cooks on the week on Sundays for us. Yeah, wow. you know, every couple Sundays, so just family get-togethers yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I do like to fish and boat and you know and, and golf. So nice, nice. And now the. Kids are getting to the age where you can do it all together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's great. How about, Joe, a a hardship looking back in life, could be personal business, uh, that uh, you now say, hey, I'm better for it, I'm stronger. What comes to mind? I would have to reflect back to the time I I kind of explained earlier where I was sitting in the office and I was almost sweating thinking of all the things I had to do Mm. because I had no, no help. And I think that was really an eye-opening experience for me. And I, I probably wouldn't be who I am today 
if I didn't recognize that right away. Um, because I, I'm so big on reviews and testimonials and having people say great things about me. Um, I mean, I typically carry about 50 listings. And, you know, my clients often say, Joe, you know, how are you going to give me full attention if you have that many listings? Right. And with the, with the backup I have, um, I could take 100 if I had them. I just, I really try to make each person feel, you know, good. I mean, so I would say that that hardship was, was that was probably a pretty good hardship right there. Um, and then also too, and you know, in the in the in the real estate market crash of '05 to '07, yeah. that was tough. And and I think anybody that said it's not tough, you know, maybe they got lucky. I don't know, but I, I think everybody somehow um, got tangled into, that, especially me. Uh, but I. I sort of try to turn that around because I, um, I learned big time from that, but I, I started kind of, I, I ended up getting a couple sales in that, in that time frame that, that were pretty decent sales to where I said, I'm going to take all this money I'm getting from these couple transactions and I'm going to, I'm going to put them out, I'm going to put my name out there. So I would say that coming out of that 2007, six, seven, eight range, I really tried to try to come out strong. And I look back at that and I say, I don't want to ever feel that feeling again. Yeah. I always want to not assume that business is going to be around forever because in, in 2005, six and seven, the phones are ringing. You didn't have to do anything. Mm. And, and I remember like looking back, I go, God, I don't ever want to feel like, you know, the phone's just going to ring. Right. I want to make it happen. I want to do some marketing. I mean, I do a ton of marketing out there and, uh, I just try to get that phone to ring and, and, and get to the people right away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, you know, you, you remind me a little bit of you familiar with Grant Cardone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he talks about, uh, you know, times when things are slow, whether it's, you know, back during the recession or other times is the best time to market because you gain market share and every, when everyone else is sticking their head in the sand and, and hoping and praying for it to end, smart guys like yourself who are willing to stick your neck out because back then it wasn't easy for you to invest those dollars. You know, probably party were saying, God, hold on to that, you know, <laughs> put it in the bank. Yes. And, but no, you, you had to wear with all the, uh, the, the foresight to go, no, I, I have an opportunity here and I, I don't want to be dependent upon yeah, the economy or the phones to ring because sure. both no phones don't ring unless there's a reason in, in, in a competitive market like yourself, uh, you got to differentiate yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? That there's a lot that goes on behind closed doors to make these things happen. Um, you know, for example, when I get a listing, right, when I have an appointment, um, all of our phones are tied together. Me, Julie, you know, Teresa, Stacy, Cindy, everybody's phone is tied together. So they know what I'm doing. I know what they're doing. So if I have a listing appointment tomorrow, Charlie, say at one o'clock, okay, Stacy will recognize that. She'll have a listing agreement ready for me. So I don't have to go through the paperwork process. I'm, I'm better at being in front of people than I am, you know, with paperwork, right? So that is what she's great at. So I'll have that listing a packet ready. Um, I go and I sit back and I look at what the values might be. So I, I personally look at that. And uh, 
you know, we get, I get the folder, I get it ready and I go meet with the customer, right? Now, once that's done, I hand that back to Stacy. I fill out information with my seller, hand it back to Stacy, and then Stacy, you know, gets the photographer, um, the drone company gets the keys made, Julie gets the sign order, they get the lockbox ready, um, she gets the brochures ready, everything kind of gets, gets moving very, very quickly, right? And then all of a sudden, um, you know, when showings come along, we all jump in and we handle those, those showings. And then once an offer comes in, then the contract goes to Teresa. And, you know, we really, um, there, there's four women out there that have everything ready for me. It, it's, it is just, I, I'm the luckiest guy to have a team like this because we all love each other and they are, they are so behind me and I'm so behind them we can all think like each other. So I don't think people realize what a system I have yeah. in place. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, getting keys and we get them, we get them in right away, you know, getting a sign, getting, once it goes into contract, getting, you know, Teresa takes over you know, for the, from the paperwork side of things at that point with contracts, condominium documents, homeowners association disclosures, inspection repairs, and there's e-signatures going on all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just out there with people. And I don't think people realize um, the system I have. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, it's like you've got this assembly line, this well-oiled machine that enhances, obviously, the experience of your clients and, and allows you to focus on, you know, the really, really, well, it's all important, but, you know, the focus on what you're really good at, which is getting their house sold or finding the perfect house for your, your clients. So, sure. Wow. Well, I'm impressed. I know our listeners are impressed, Joe. So we need to send them somewhere. Where should we send them? You can send it to my website, www.joepavichjr.com. I try to keep it updated. I wanted to make it very simple. I didn't want people to have to log on to my website and then give their name and email and everything to try to just search for a home. So I really try to make it easy. So get on that website. Give me a call on my cell phone, 239 nine one zero zero three zero four and uh i'm here for you joe pavich jr awesome well joe appreciate you carving out literally carving out the time i'm glad you pulled over on the side of the road and did this interview without driving Thank but you. I, I, you got to get to your next listing there so we wish you the absolute best Thank you so much. Hey, Charlie, you're, any, you're welcome at any point to come by the boiler room and see how it goes on behind uh, closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> and meet the awesome ladies. We got Julie, Cindy, don't tell me, Stacy, and, and, and oh, I, I, I have, is it Tricia? Is Teresa. It? Teresa. 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 Yes, All right. yes. I, I had the tea. I had the tea so. <laughs> That's great. Well, you take care. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.